You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Policy Division in Washington, D.C. I'm Ed Frank, NCBA's Director of Policy Communications, and today's intro music is, of course, the 1966 classic Cool Jerk by the Capitals. And joining us in our nation's capital today is NCBA's President-elect Kevin Kester. Kester's a fifth-generation rancher from California who just a few minutes ago testified at a U.S. trade rep hearing about the pending renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. And while the issue of cool did come up at the hearing, Kevin, I do I just want to confirm once and for all on the record that you did not call anybody in particular a cool jerk at this hearing today. Is that correct? I am happy to confirm I did not call anybody a jerk at the hearing today. Okay, very good. We're very proud of you. Um, first off, how was the hearing and what exactly is going on over at the U.S. Trade's, uh, trade Rep's office this week? So what, what's happening at the U.S. Trade Representative's office, they're actually having three days of hearings on the North American Free Trade Agreement renegotiation process. And so there's sectors from all across uh, industry and business and other interested stakeholders regarding NAFTA uh, that are testifying before the U.S. Trade Representative's uh, staff at, at their offices here in Washington, D.C. Okay, very good. And now what was your general message about NAFTA when you testified earlier today? So on behalf of National Cattlemen's Beef Association, I was delivering a message that we strongly support NAFTA because of the great and, and huge markets it's created over the last 23 years with Canada and Mexico and the United States cattle and beef industry. So I was uh, giving information on uh, the successes of that and how we don't want to be unintended uh, collateral damage, so to speak, if uh, during renegotiations and the modernization process of NAFTA that agriculture and specifically beef and cattle are included in uh, some parameters because after all right now we have uh, zero tariffs and unfettered access for our products into Canada and Mexico which are each more than a billion dollar markets force and so we want to make sure that uh, something doesn't come up to where uh, politicians get involved and change those parameters and uh, cause us harm. Yeah that's right and I heard that one or two of your fe fellow panelists tried to use the renegotiation of NAFTA as an excuse to bring back government-mandated country-of-origin labeling, or COOL for short. Uh, explain to us why bringing COOL back would be such a bad idea for the beef industry. Yes, as a matter of fact, there were uh, uh, two other organizations that did bring uh, country-of-origin labeling up, and uh, I was happy to explain uh, that COOL was the U.S. law for over six years, and it did fail to deliver on its promises to build consumer confidence and add value to our producers. And uh, the end result was cool resulted in a long battle with the World Trade Organization, with the United States facing the promise of more than a $1 billion in retaliatory tariffs from Mexico and Canada, unless cool was repealed. So we want to make sure that cool doesn't raise its ugly head back up again uh, on a failed government-mandated program, and we get in a trade war with two of our biggest trading partners. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those issues, like a lot of them in Washington, that you know it may sound good on a bumper sticker, but when you actually look into the details, uh, that's where the devil resides. Kevin Kester, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, Ed. Glad to be here, as always. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next time, eat beef and follow us online at beefusa.org and on Twitter at at Beltway Beef. Thanks for listening.